This is Chris Hughes with the Christian Perspective Podcast with Chris Hughes, where we encourage our listeners to engage the culture with Jesus Christ. Your Chosen Truth Network podcast is starting in just a few seconds. So enjoy it, share it, but most of all, thank you for listening to the Truth Podcast Network. This is the Truth Network. The heart of every man craves a great adventure, but life doesn't usually feel that way. Jesus speaks of narrow gates and wide roads, but the masculine journey is filled with many twists and turns. So how do we keep from losing heart while trying to find the good way when life feels more like a losing battle than something worth dying for? Grab your gear and come on a quest with your band of brothers who will serve as the guides in what we call the masculine journey. The masculine journey starts here now. Well, 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 if it is an old Engel puke, Sorry, folks, I just had to get that in because ever since I did that Bad News Bears clip a few weeks ago, I just haven't got that off my mind, and here we are, Samless in the studio. So I guess you guys can definitely tell that this isn't Sam hosting. Somebody, is it off your mind now, we hope? Somebody had this great idea that we're going to let Rodney and Danny host the next two weeks while Sam's out. So you guys are going to have to live with the carnage that happens after that, so... We had a little discussion as to then what the topic would be. So the first mistake was to let Rodney host, I can tell you that for sure. And then it was like, well, let Rodney choose a topic. And I'm like, well, first thing God hit me with, and I was like, well, what would I have for a topic? And I'm like, why do we need a topic? And I'm like, is that really a topic? So I had to wait about 24 hours to see if I could really think through that, and that's that's kind of where we're at, folks, is why do we need a topic? So what we're going to do is just kind of let the guys kind of talk about what came into their heart, where God led them, because they have some very interesting takes on the what topic meant to them and where they wanted to go with this show this week. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to start with uh, Mr. European Vacation over here. So, Andy, where are you at today? Yeah. Coventry, England. Been all over England and Scotland the last few days and heading to London at the end of the week. But, uh, yeah, it's uh, getting used to the, uh, the culture and obviously the driving. I think that's kind of what my clip uh, alludes to. Um, it's from your European vacation, and it's... Uh, Clark's uh, attempt to get around and around and around, and I'll come back and talk about it after we play the clip. We are citizens of an American nation, and our rights are being... That is England, but it was... (laughs) (laughs) Well, it was one that was selected. I guess what we do is just drive around this circle here. Should be the second left... There's a hotel over there. Hey, look, kids! There's Big Ben and there's Parliament! Look, kids, forget it. (laughs) 
It's amazing. I cannot get left. There's Big Ben kids, Parliament. <laughs> All right, Andy. So if you could, uh, so uh, if you can't tell what's happening there, I mean, it's it's uh, they take the Europe, European vacation to to London, and he is caught in a traffic. Uh, I mean, a roundabout. Which, when I got off the plane here and I got on the roundabouts, I kind of wanted to. Uh, I didn't stay on the roundabout, but I found that's a more effective way of actually getting off to where you want if you miss a turn, but. In the in the movie, he's there, he's there like all day trying to get off the roundabout. It actually turns in the night and stuff. But how does it have? What does it have to do with the the show? And I I was struggling with this this lack of topic. I guess is what I should say. And really, it was like, what's Rodney meaning here? What's God saying here? And so I thought through it more. I I begin to think, you know, the roundabout can be kind of our lives we can get stuck in our place in life so where we're not really engaging in any topic or any really direction from god i was there for a long time in my life at at times you were just kind of going through the motions of life and trying to get some life but not really experiencing it and then you know i guess the thing is is to get out of that you know, God pulls you into a larger story, and you start really becoming more intentional in your life. And really, the pursuit, the topic, the real topic is to really finding God and finding that deeper relationship with Him. And I think we all need a topic. But I think we break down and do our topics each week because, you know, life is broken up into portions of our life. I mean, there's nine fruit fruit of the spirit uh, there's different things that are broken down into smaller but ultimately essentially what we're trying to do is find find life in god and that is a topic and then to relate back to last week these topics come along in our life to where they become predominant and they i think they're broken down into seasons what's god doing in your life at a particular time but that's kind of what it meant to me of of no we don't necessarily have to have a topic to talk about each week, but it gives us an opportunity to say, in this aspect of my life, God is doing this, but that we're not limited to those things of of just a, an individual topic. So that's what I got out of it. Hopefully, that's the intent of what you're thought of on a, on the to- on the topic, Rodney. Well, that's one of the reasons why I decided to go with you because when we did our clips beforehand and course it's the laugh track but it's also very much the quintessential answer that you know jesus that's the topic that's that's where we always need to be going that's the overarching topic so whatever other topic we have must be always tethered around jesus what jesus did on the cross what jesus is doing for me now and what he's going to do for me in the future so that's that's where we always kind of need to land when we're talking about our topics and with these men sitting around me, that's usually where we end up landing is back on Jesus. Just let the conversation go for a little while and you're, you're right back on topic. And that's what we, like you said, Andy, we get on the, on the roundabout, we get in the, in the lane and we don't get out of it sometimes and we get stuck in our topic. And I know that's where we were with our pillar series. You know, we, some of us like that. 
Some of us enjoy the Pillar series. Some of us don't yeah. enjoy them as much. We like different topics. Mm -hmm. Jump around. Did you mean to yeah. use the word tether there and put this image of playing tether ball and whacking it, or is that just me being strange? There's a setup for you. Sam doesn't need one, but you might. Well, I, I always <laughs> need one because, you know, I'm not as quick as Sam with the with the one-liners. But, yeah, but that's, again, if we're tethered to something that we're, we're at a length, right, you only have so far you can go, and if you – Try to hit the ball. What's it do? It ends up going around and around because it's not going to go any farther. It's going to get wrapped around the pole. I think it's your, that's the whole goal. But what we want to do is we want your freedom. We want to get broken free from the tether. And that's what the Satan's got us in bondage to. So what I'd like to do next is run to the Patriot montage. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> well, Andy did a just spectacular job with this clip that I kind of stole it um, because it is a for me a perfect example of how sometimes the topic chooses you as those of you who've seen the Patriot good for you if you haven't seen it I feel sorry for you it's a great movie <laughs> but there's a there's a man who was a big-time hero in the French and Indian War but he had some stuff he he felt was a lot of sin that he didn't want to get involved in war again and so at the beginning of this clip, you hear how he would not choose war. This wasn't something that he chose. But then you'll hear sort of a, a time warp sound that takes you to the scene where the Colonel Terrington um, arrests his son to go have him hanged. And his other son tries to save him at what point in time he gets shot. And then you'll see that, you know, um, apparently the topic has chosen, you know, the Patriot. We are citizens of an American nation, and our rights are being threatened by a tyrant 3,000 miles away. Would you tell me, please, Mr. Howard, why should I trade one tyrant 3,000 miles away for 3,000 tyrants one mile away? <laughs> An elected legislature can trample a man's rights as easily as a king can. Captain Martin, I understood you to be a patriot. If you mean by patriot, am I angry about taxation without representation? Well, yes, I am. Should the American colonies govern themselves independently? I believe they can, and they should. But if you're asking me, am I willing to go to war with England? Well, then the answer is most definitely no. Colonel, this is a uniform dispatch rider carrying a marked case. He cannot be held as a spy. No, we're not going to hold it. We're going to hang it. Colonel. Oh, I see. It's your son. Father. Do something! Be quiet. Gabriel, run! Stop, damn it! So in that moment where you see that, um, you know, the Patriot's son is killed, he now knows where he's at. And he knows that the battle's upon him now, whether he'd risk it or not. And, and so, to an extent, so often in life, the topic chooses us. 
But when we sense God is there and we have a clear sense of direction, as the Patriot did in this case, if you are familiar with what happened in the movie, I mean, he single-handedly took on about 40 of them after that <laughs> and, and dispatched them in order to save the other son. But, the, but what, what, what happened, you know, in my own life on numerous occasions is, is what uh, I love at the end of the Dalit section, which has to do with the servant. At the end of the Dalit section of the 119th Psalm, it says, I will run in the path of thy commandments when thou enlargest my hearts, our hearts. So what's happened there is his heart, the patriot's heart, has been enlarged to see where it is. And he is running completely free. He's wholehearted. If you watch him in the battle, you will see that he's not holding anything back now. It's all on and he's all in. And what a cool thing when we really see what God has for us as as his topic. And, you know, how cool that we can go to boot camp and and experience things like that very clip. That's the topic you need to choose, folks, is are you going to go to the boot camp? We have one coming up in November. I like to think of it as the weekend prior to Thanksgiving, but it's the 17th through the 20th, and then the entrenchment coming up shortly, 30th of September and October 1st. One of my favorite things about boot camp, well, the favorite thing about boot camp is every time I go, I encounter God. And as anyone that has encountered God knows, generally speaking, it's nothing we expect real encounter with God out of the blue. He knew what I needed. I knew what I wanted. And those two were rarely the same thing. Register today at MasculineJourney.org. One of the things that's been a true joy to me is having my sons go with me to boot camps and watching them get an understanding that I wished I would have had at their age. It took me several years and I'm still probably learning it a little bit as we go, but watching them get a good foothold into manhood and understanding what's important, what their role is, and how to stay away from the enemy. To receive healing and restoration in the way that you love on others. Register today at MasculineJourney.org. Right, Jimmy. That is, uh, I had heard that a long time, and Carol and I went and saw a, a pretty wild movie last week that was sort of a cross between a, well, sort of a collaboration between Quentin Tarantino and Mel Brooks redoing a modern Seven Samurai was the way I described it. Fun movie, but that song was in it, and there weren't too many happy people because they were all trying to kill each other in this movie, Bullet Train. But we can't be bothered with sorrow, can't be bothered with hate. If we can live that way, then we should be celebrating every day. And with Christ, doesn't matter how awful things get, there is a celebration. Yeah, we could live in that moment, moment after moment would be great but how often do we go off that bullet train go off on the 
roundabout and get stuck. <laughs> Fairly often. Yeah. So how do you guys get unstuck from a topic or from a direction that you're in and get back on direction with Christ? Well, it reminded me of our uh, waitress at dinner tonight who was waitress three or four weeks ago when we first went there. And I came in in a significantly bad mood. And she called me on it. <laughs> she sure did. <laughs> and that immediately you know, reminded me that I could hold on to the dumb drivers and the fact that I was routed to the wrong place, or I could let it go, and I let it go and had a blast with my brothers and with her serving us that evening. Isn't it great when people put somebody in your life you have no expectation of, and it turns out to be a great blessing? Indeed. Yes. God does it all the time. Yes. And what about you, Wade? Yeah, I got to live a little bit of that uh, yesterday uh, that Jim's talking about there where you kind of see past you know, the – what looks like rain coming down, right? You know, drenching your party. Uh, we took a family to the ferry uh, the other night, and and uh, you know, I went and got some food. Said, yeah, it looks getting a little dark. I think it's getting ready to rain, and, and it did. It started raining, but we were under a tent because we chose to to get some food. You know, when we did, and and it was really fun to watch because you know all of these people come running. Yeah, <laughs> and at one point I stood up and I looked, and it didn't matter—race, creed, whatever. Everybody was joking, laughing, sharing fries. You know, they were being a community. They yeah. were. They were. They, were you know, they didn't care about the rain at that point. And in fact, there were a lot of people who just said, "You know, we're not leaving until it finishes raining because they're going to open up the rides." And I didn't think so. You know, I thought, "Oh, this is over." But one of the girls that my daughter took with us, she she was the the look beyond the what's what you see now and, and just wait and so we did and and about an hour later and we yes we stood there for an hour <laughs> but everybody was getting drenched it was a heavy rain and, and sure enough you know it quit raining and one by one they started opening up the rides again and, and we got to be there and, and make memories sloshing through the mud and you know, just just had a really good time oh sloshing through the mud with jesus have we done that yeah <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> trying to trying to stay online and not get warped in something else. It's like, Andy, when you were t- talking to us earlier about your trip, that the very first thing you guys go do and try to drive on the wrong side of the road in the wrong direction in the wrong side of the car could have really been a disaster, but you guys made your recovery and came together through that. Yeah, definitely. And, and to Wayne's point, um, I think Wayne shared a picture with, of a rainbow with us, which was kind of like you saw kind of it was a bad thing with the rain and you had all the uh, community, but then you had the rainbow that, you know, is always to me uh, something I see and think of God and his promise, you know, promises to us. So on that point, I we had we kind of started off with a rough time of, think my whole family was ready to bail on me as as me as the driver and uh we kept working through it and by the time we went to our second location i figured out how to drive uh a little better and then i got up to go i broke away for three days to go to scotland by myself and the guys know i like doing my road trips and as i did 
I came up on a knoll to uh, look back over the town before I left because I knew it was a good view, and it, it just blew me away. There was a full-on uh, in the end rainbow setting right over the town where I was at. And what was really cool was um, after I got back in the car and quit taking my pictures and got in the car, I looked back, and it was totally gone. I was like, wow, that's pretty cool, God. But, you know, it's it's his way of taking. If we stay in there with him and we stay uh, connected to him, you know, he, he takes whatever we're going through and 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 puts his promise there and, and fulfills his promise. And, you know, when taking it back to the theme of the topic is that he becomes the focus of whatever the topic, whatever you're going through is. And uh, he did that. Yeah, it's always amazing when you actually focus on the right topic being Jesus how he just likes to show off in moments like that and say I've got something special just for you for this moment in time and here it is and for him to even get you to look back and go yep that was just for you Andy yeah definitely um, it was uh, and it meant it meant a lot for the rest of the tour because it set the, the point I mean I, I had some unbelievable times driving through Scotland and the I had this road trip, and I try to try to stay flexible, but it would allow him to kind of guide and just find stuff, and you know, happy accidents or whatever. And you know, it was really some cool stuff. I went to the the brave, both of the the Sterling and the Brannockburn uh, uh, Braveheart sites, and then you know, a, a castle that was really cool, and then some other places where Braveheart was shot, and Loch Ness, and all. And it was just incredible three days but during that time my whole my heart was just settled on him and you guys have heard about my road the road trips i take is it's just cool that you know you invite god into something and he shows up when you do yeah and that's where it really helps to keep that open heart to receive him wherever wherever you're at andy can we refer to you as the tyrant three thousand miles away <laughs> Go right ahead. <laughs> you know, Rodney, God has a way of just interjecting somebody like, like Jim's waitress or, you know, calling him out. Or, and, and in my life, many times, you know, I'm so off topic and whatever it is, and God just interjects somebody out of the blue to to throw me back in the right direction. And it is just super cool. It isn't at the time, but looking yeah. back, it is. Yeah, because – so I'm going to throw out the, the broken arrow signal I just gave out tonight because my daughter went to join some other family members in Hawaii. You th- that should be a wonderful time of celebration and family. And she calls me up in tears because it's just not going well. There, there's fighting and bickering and specifically aimed at her. And she's ready to bail on this whole thing. And that just helped me know that Rodney, you've got to step in and fight for your daughter's heart. And that's one of those things that, you know, have I been doing that? Where am I with that? It just, there's a lot of reflection going on in my heart right now as to, okay, this is happening. I am even more than 3,000 miles away. And what what is going on? What is happening in her heart? And how do I help her in this situation? And, you know, it's 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 very tough and it's difficult, but... I trust that God's going to use it for good 
because he promises to do so. And that reminds me, Rodney, a couple times this week I've had the opportunity to share that it doesn't matter how much people want to give offense, how offensive they are. We never have to take offense. And that's such a good turn of phrase because we do. We choose to be offended. We choose to be angered by things that you know may or may not be worthy of anger. But I've never personally reacted in anger where the outcome was good. Yeah, anger. Harold, you got anything to say on that topic? <laughs> Fortunate, fortunately, I've left a lot of that behind me. Good man. But uh, the history is definitely there. The breadcrumbs, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah I've, I've got a, you know, jet planes go through the, the air leaving a vapor trail. And I went through life leaving a vapor trail, and it, it wasn't too good. I've left a few of those myself, but, yeah. Yeah. But fortunately, uh, with the help of the good Lord and the Holy Spirit, you can change. When you got back on topic, you're it, okay. It, even old guys can change. Uh, really? Oh, yeah. But on How the, would you know? On the thing of, <laughs> of topic, uh, to me, there, there's really good on both sides of that. Uh, I like digging deep. And so for me, having a particular topic uh, is an advantage because it focuses my thoughts. But the other thing that I really like about it is finding out what the other guys think on the same topic because different minds work different ways. We have different backgrounds, different experiences, and we look at things in, in, in different angles. And so I like hearing what someone other than me has to think about a particular topic. But then on the other hand, not having a topic leaves us free to chase rabbits. And that can be really great as well because my rabbit may look different than your rabbit and he may head off on a different part of the hillside. And so I, I like both ways. Comfortable in both skins of that. I, I am too. That's kind of one of the things I really like about what we do as a top, as a show is that we allow ourselves to have freedom because you take a guy like Mr. Dillmore over there and he's got to have freedom to go his places and do his talks and do his speeches kind of the way, wherever the Holy Spirit's leading him. And we bear the fruit of that. It's a wonderful thing. But also to be grounded in a topic so that we do, just everybody's talking about something different is very important so we can all stay together, stay rooted in one single course of action. So while you're out there, guys, always try to remember that you've got the big topic is Jesus. Stay on that topic and we'll help you uh, walk through that on November 17th through the 20th. And then if you get a chance to go to the entrenchment, that is F-R-E-E free, Robbie. That is September 30th and October 1st. So again, weekend before Thanksgiving. See you there. This is the Truth Network.